Welcome to Cougar Country Hometown Sports. I'm Maddox. Joined by me is... Jack Joyce. Um, we're going to be covering Canby Athletics and sports, and we'll be interviewing coaches and players in order to give better insight on what's going on. On today's episode, we will be covering an interview with Canby Basketball's Coach Evans and introducing our new segment, Highlights and Lowlights. All right, so starting off with highlights and lowlights, Jack, do you want to start? Sure. Uh, all right, so my highlight has to be the Central Catholic win. I mean, like, did you see that play where he had mossed the kid? Was- yes, I did see that, actually. So for anyone who missed it, we had uh, the 6A semifinals game, uh, the Holy War, Central Catholic versus Jesuit. Um, there was a pretty insane catch where, unlike the sideline, um, I don't know the name of the receiver by any chance, but he makes a spectacular catch where he like puts his hands over the other dude's helmet and like uses his helmet as like, yeah, and then he brought him in like five yards too. It was incredible. That was a really cool catch. Actually, I did see that and it's getting national attention. So very cool. And yes. who ended Central Catholic ended yeah, up winning Central that game? Central Catholic won the game by one touchdown. It was a crazy game. Had to tune in to actually CBS to watch that one, but it was televised, so that's a good point. Oh, wow. I didn't know that, actually. Um, so uh, another one of my highlights ha- has always going to be the uh, semifinals for the Tualatin versus Westland. Crazy blowout, 35-13, to Tualatin with the win. And it was just a great old butt-whooping, honestly. Crazy game, just... Total domination by Tualatin. So they're going to be facing off Central Catholic next week at Hillsborough Stadium wow, for the yeah. cha- 6A championship. Uh, I got another one, or to start, actually. I have the Civil War. I was there yesterday, a 38-29 to <sighs> victory. Uh, it was a great game to watch, actually. It was a super <laughs> electric cl- crowd at Autzen Stadium. Um, and then my tailgate club, Juvie, shout out to you guys. You guys were electric yesterday, especially in the post-game celebrating. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> How Big was it Beaver a- fans had a terrible loss yesterday. We just went out way too soft yesterday. It was not anything spectacular like Club Juvie, but it was a, it was a fun time. I mean, the game itself was actually pretty close. I mean, the Ducks jumped out to an early lead. But um, the Beavers in the second half were able to make it pretty close. Yeah, we just uh, started off too slow, almost like when we played Cal or uh, Colorado or just a team where we should have won, it just lost. But, I mean, props to Oregon. They went out way too – they went out really hard and just got a great lead on us. You know, it's actually really funny. I was kind of upset. I was kind of upset I left a little early because I think I left maybe two minutes after the big fight. Oh where yeah, where they in the end zone, the guys were jumping on where each other. Anthony I just Gold, missed it. I want to say uh, got his helmet ripped off, and then they got in a huge fight with uh, McKinley the third. Yeah, dude, some punches were thrown, helmets were flying. It was actually, it was. I saw it on the TV. We made it back just in time, but it was crazy. Yeah, it looked like it was a really fun fight to watch, and it's almost like hockey where they just get in brawls right after right off the bat. But no, definitely. It's nice to have the Civil War just back into it. Yeah, especially when it's like when it's close. I mean, blowouts for Ducks and or Beavers yeah. are fine, but I mean, I live for close games. Yeah, close games. I'm honestly, it's so much better than a blowout. Like, can't even watch a Georgia game anymore because it's just a blowout. Right. 
And then my second highlight is Donda was nominated for Rap Album of the Year at the oh, Grammys. Oh, let's go. So Props to Donda. <laughs> let's go, Kanye. So I was very excited about that when it came out. I knew it was a Grammy-worthy album, and I hope it brings it in, but we'll never know. Yeah, I'm, I'm just – I remember listening to you first day it dropped. Oh, that was – it was great. Everyone was dissing on it too. Like No, definitely. And then now I got – now that like people have had some time to let it sink in and give it some time, like not their first initial listen, people are telling me Donda's a great album, and I'm like, that's what it, I've been it saying. It is all along. a great album. Like I remember you, me, and Jake, we we're the only people that like this, like Donda. But now we're back into it. Everyone's hopping on the Donda train. Exactly, exactly. And I mean, the the Grammys are back. I mean, they're kind of known for being a little rigged, maybe yeah. just toward. But I mean, what do I know? Hey. I'm just hoping for that Kanye win right now. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then your low light? My low light was your highlight, the Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it just wasn't a good game. I just, I couldn't stick with the Beavers. They let me down numerous times. Jonathan Smith, two-point conversions at the start of the third quarter. I don't know what we were doing, but I'm glad that we actually showed some fight. Did it the was... Beavers kick one PAT? Yes. Oh, mm -hmm. I don't remember it. To be completely honest. I think we kicked... No, no, we didn't. Really? Because mm -hmm. we had a field goal. We had one field goal. But uh, we could have gone six points going into half. We had a chance for a 52-yarder. Everett Hayes, he's a great kicker. <laughs> he's a great kicker. Made a 60-yarder last week. Well, not this week, last <laughs> week. But uh, we could have had a chance. But we just... Uh, dumb calls and by our, our coach... I'm not blaming anything on the refs. Nothing on the refs. This, I think this podcast welcomes ref shaming. Hey, we all re welcome ref shaming. We know some refs. I'm going to be a ref next year. Football For, uh, ref. Football ref. Football ref. Put on, the, put on some shorts and a zebra oh, shirt. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm, I'm a zebra. Oh. Zebras for life. All right. My low light is Black Friday shopping. Oh, dude. <laughs> Don't even get I mean, me started. You see, I, it feels like every year you see the videos. People are fighting over televisions. Like, and there's no point. Go the next day. No, exactly. Um, Driving down, or I can't remember if it was down. No, it was back. Coming back, Um, we were camping in Eugene. Came back Friday because my brother had basketball practice. Shout out Coach Huggins. Um, freshman basketball <laughs> and the Woodburn outlets were atrocious. Oh, dude! Like they had the whole I five North dude, or everything I5 just gets North. shut down. You can't even go outside for a week. Yeah, no, not even just like a day. It's a week because it's just people are like, oh, I'm gonna go the next day after Black Friday. Mm mm, still closed. No, it was so bad. They like we went down north. We had to go to back to Eugene for the Civil War. Terrible traffic. I don't, don't even get me started. I could go on for a half hour about that. But there, on the side of the freeway, there's no parking signs. Oh, I've never seen that before. Yeah. So my low light. On the freeway. Yeah, yeah. That, that's weird. No, yeah, definitely. My uh, low light is Black Friday shopping. Yeah, I, I just don't get why people wake up at 2 a.m. I mean, my parents do it. Shout out Denise Joyce. Just going <laughs> ham on the Black Friday shopping, waking up at 2 a.m. strong. I mean, I guess there's deals to be had. And, yeah. like, so you got to get Christmas presents somehow, right? That, I mean, just right around point. the corner. But, I mean, December 9th is just a great day to go shopping. <laughs> um, yeah. And honorable mention highlight, Thanksgiving. Oh. I hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving. Yes, this, shout uh, out to this, everyone. Uh, their Thanksgiving was great. How was yours, Jack? Mine was good. Honestly, 
had the most food I've ever eaten ever. <laughs> like I was in an eating competition with Gavin Boyer yeah. and I still ate more food than that. That's what I like to hear. Um, Started it off with two plates. Two plates. Yeah. Wow. Uh, top three sides. Oh, I got to say, oh, green berry or not green berry, green bean casserole. Okay. Oh, that's a top, that's a top three right there. <laughs> and cornbread casserole. And then you can't diss the uh, gravy. Okay. Gravy and mashed potatoes. Right. That's right a top on. tier did, right there. How def- about you? Uh, I would go mashed potatoes. Mashed um, potatoes, yeah. I don't know if this is a side or not, but it is at my household. Ham. Oh, that, I'm telling you, ham over turkey turkey any, any day. And then Hawaiian rolls. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Dude, Hawaiian rolls and then my mom's strawberry jam. Holy family recipe right there. And then maybe controversial, but I think stuffing is disgusting. I I don't know. It just depends on who makes it. Yeah. Okay. Like then, my family, it's mediocre. It's every other year, it's either good or bad. Okay. And then th- for the first time this year, I deep fried turkey. We deep hmm. we brought like a big metal thing and we put a twenty pound turkey <laughs> and deep fried it for an hour. Dude, okay. And let me tell you, I hear once you have deep fried turkey, you don't go back. <laughs> they weren't lying. It was amazing. <laughs> Shout out my uncle for Brian Tom- Brian Thompson. That was an amazing turkey. Deep fried turkey. Never had it, but honestly, might have to try it. The skin, crit. Oh, it was so good. Was so it good. like you're just pulling up to KFC for Thanksgiving? No, just I think old KFC wing? would be a disservice to this turkey because oh. I, I I haven't eaten at KFC in a long time for numerous reasons. <laughs> I'm leave that up to Wait, you. We're not dissing KFC <laughs> on the podcast. Oh, I'm dissing KFC. <laughs> Awful food on my on my fast food power rankings they'd be to, towards oh. the bottom. Always feel like crap after. Always, always. <laughs> All right, so I gotta say, forty pound turkey this year. Wow. Yeah, we put it on the scale. I mean, I fed this thing growing up too, <laughs> and this oh, thing so it was, was a turkey huge. you raised. Yeah, we raised a turkey. We we went whole grain organic, organic this year. Wow. We fed the turkey, raised the turkey. Grew it to 40 pounds, record high for Joyce family, of course. <laughs> and then 40-pound turkey, I got to say, it wasn't as good as I thought. Oh. Yeah. Bummer. Like, we based it. We My dad woke up at 2 a.m. 2 a.m. to put this thing in the oven. Not for Black Friday. No, not for Black <laughs> Friday. Black Friday overrated. But this turkey, also overrated. Okay. Was it too dry or what? Uh, it just didn't have the flavor I was expecting. That's like, too bad. I know. It kind of sucks. Um, so we should probably get to what we're actually supposed to cover. <laughs> so we kind of got sidetracked with Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. So let's cut to our uh, varsity men's basketball coach interview, uh, Coach Evans. Where's some background? Where did you play basketball in high school and maybe college? I actually started at Barlow High School um, Ooh, back brewing. in the day. I adopted playing with Freddie Jones okay. who ended up in the NBA oh wow and then I uh, after high school I didn't really go the college route for basketball okay I decided I'd go into business instead and yeah. I went to Oregon State and helped out I actually stuck stuck with basketball though because I helped out with the team there oh mm-hmm. okay so were you like a team manager ball boy type of deal that type of deal and then i actually oh, yeah. got into the filming part so oh, okay cool. back then we used to film and you had to actually watch the tape and break it down <laughs> play by play you had to do the breaking down i did oh so, so you had to pay attention to the games 
I did. I had to pay a lot of attention. <laughs> I got really good at doing stats. Oh, well, yeah, I bet. Okay. Huh. I didn't know that. Well, what made you want to start coaching? Well, that right there was the big part. Okay. Uh, I fell in love with the stats. I fell in love with um, – I, I just fell in love with all the aspects of what went into the game, you know, and I, I got to see the behind the scenes. I always knew it as a player. I kind of had the other side with my dad. Uh, at the coaching spot but you know I really fell in love with that stuff and actually after college I got an assistant job at Mount Hood Community College and that's where I really started to love coaching would you say uh, Papa influenced you in coaching like seeing him coach made you want to do it more too he he definitely did he had a huge influence on me I never thought I'd be like him but (laughs) I ended up almost being exactly like him (laughs) (laughs) so uh, Papa coached at Gonzaga right he did. Wow. Where else did he time. coach? He was the head girls varsity or the head girls coach uh, for a couple of years, and then he was the assistant boys coach for a few years. Jeez. Wow. Big name program. Like, were they as big back then as they are now? Not as big. This is you know they sort of built. I would say they built the foundation for this. Um, they became Division One back then. And they were just starting up the program. John Stockton was the point guard there, and he sort of put the name out there that they could produce some talent out in Gonzaga. Dang. Uh, so, yeah. Funny story about John Stockton, actually. Um, Jack was there for this. I made a half-court shot in front of him. Yeah, LSI. Yeah, Les Schwab Invitational. They're having a half-court contest, and we went down, drilled it. I think his son was nice. on Gonzaga Prep. But, uh, yeah, so... It's my only John Stockton story. <laughs> the great John Stockton story. Yeah. I mean, I don't know a lot of people. I don't know actually anyone who's done that. So, yeah. I mean. <laughs> I know Scotty Pippen was also in attendance. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of big names uh, at the LSI. You've played there, yeah? Tw- twice? I have. I played in it. Uh, for, I think I played in it twice. Oh. Played or It wasn't coached. as big then. We, we had some big names, but, I mean, it was it was a good tournament. Played or coached? Played. Oh wow! I coached. I coached in it twice. Also, I played. I coached when I was assistant with Camby one year and an assistant with Beaverton one year. So, weren't you guys supposed to go during like the COVID years too? No, we were. We were going to the Capital Classic. Oh, okay, where's that? That's in Salem. Salem, oh, and I that one that also sense. has big, big names. I'm guessing. It does. Yeah. It does. And, the last couple of years, they've had some really big teams in there. Wow. Well, it's no secret playing in the TRL is not easy. So what makes it what makes it so difficult? And how do you over time think, overcome that? I think the talent level around the TRL is huge. Um, I, I personally love playing in the TRL. I think it's fun. I think it's, I mean... When you get to say you're playing against the best every single day and you could stick with it and continue to fight against the best all the time and not give up, that's a huge accomplishment. I don't care about wins and losses. Uh, You're going up against the best. And you know what? Life is all about going up against the best and and trying to beat them and trying to make the best of it. And We've taken our lumps, we definitely have, but we've also pulled out a few victories here and there, and <laughs> we've given a lot of people some scares. And oh, yeah. 
it's, it's been fun. Absolutely. I would say Cambly's definitely, even though we're not towards the top every year, we're definitely a respected program just because we're never a tough out. Oh, yeah. So I think, I mean, I think that's a credit to your coaching. Thank you. Yeah. So I kind of wanted to touch on this for a little while, but um, Pack the Gym. It's something can be exclusive, and I've been to it a bunch. I've, I don't think I'll ever get the opportunity to play in it, but, I mean, it's like the, the I don't biggest even, night in Canby for right. basketball and boys, like basketball sports, and don't the girls have it too? It's, it's for both boys and girls. It's one yeah. night where we have a doubleheader. It's for both teams. So what's coaching in that like? I mean, it's got to be pretty electric, yeah? It's a lot of fun. Uh, I, I I started that, you know, 12, 13 years ago uh, when I was the marketing teacher at my first year. <laughs> I said, we need to have – I come from Beaverton. who do, They do a jam the dam night. Oh, yeah. And I saw how successful that was and how just – energized it was in the gym i was like oh well wherever i go i'm gonna bring that oh yeah i gotta so bring it to candy gym. Yeah. yeah and we started it and it was a great turnout the i mean it wouldn't be possible though without the community right uh, the, the community all the businesses they donate money to help us pay for everything because we don't charge exactly. the kids a dime mm-hmm. they get the free stuff oh, all the yeah. free prizes all the free t-shirts Everything's free, uh, and I I wanted to make sure that was the number one priority. Um, I don't think a kid should have to pay to have fun. Yeah, <laughs> right. Absolutely. It, you know, totally so, agree. And I think really I think the turnout event. I think the turnout gets better and better every year, and so does like what goes into it. Like I remember um, f- my freshman year, like we had it was like glow in the dark in there. It was like, oh yeah, like it was like uh, before, the like the start of a blazer, and yeah. then the the glow in the dark coming out. I remember Tyler Mead with the between the legs with Riley. Oh, <laughs> highlight! It felt like the start of a blazer game, to be completely honest. And I think it's something that like a lot of high schools don't like have. And I think that like because we have it, it's so special. And um, anybody like the whole student body gets involved, um, the whole community gets involved, and I think it's really cool. It's it's very fun. It's to the point now where I have the TRL coaches asking to be in it. Really? Because uh, they want to feel – they don't get that environment very often. And to be a part of it – and they've all scouted us, so they've seen it. Yeah. That they weren't playing in it. And they're like, holy moly, can we, we be a part of that? And I always tell them, well, you know, you just got to be – it's the luck of the draw. <laughs> I think Westland got the – Right. Got we got it, it la- they got it last year, correct? Uh, two years ago, yeah. So, who is it this year? This year, it's Lake Oswego. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Okay. Um, so, do you have, like, any, like, one or, like one or two, like, pack the gym moments that'll just stick out to you forever? Whew, that's a tough one. You know, last year, the two years ago, was that was a fun week. We had actually turn the corner and pack the gym and we actually turned it into a week long. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, Cause it was like, it was like a whole spirit week where we tried to yes. pack the gym everywhere. Yeah. yeah we so we had like pack the, the pool, had... pack the field mm-hmm. or pack the turf. Correct. Pack the mat. Yeah. Yeah, no, pack it, was, the mat. it was pack the mat. Oh yeah. yeah. So that was, I mean, that was very, very, uh, memorable to me. Yes. It was the 10th pack the gym and it was, uh, 
it was cool because it started off at Oregon City and we won that game. Oh yeah. That sort of started the whole week off and then we had the Was that a event. Diego Arandondo game winner I remember maybe? Nah. We won that one. No, we won that one pretty right. handedly, correct? Yeah. Oh, I don't think it's something else. And then that was a few games before that. Uh But yeah, that that meant that was a big one. Um we we were just on a roll that year. Yeah, I'm trying to oh, think. Yeah. There's, there's been a couple. There was a 3D night. I think it was our second year doing Pack the Gym, and it was C3D. Oh, and it was uh, it was it was kind of cool. Everyone got 3D glasses. The shirts were in 3D, and our whole theme for both the girls and boys program was shoot the three, play some D. Okay. Um, oh, I remember that. I've I've definitely seen the shirts around. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, we were still in like young elementary school, and was that like Wade Brewer? <laughs> oh, I, it might have even been before Wade, or Wade was like a sophomore. It was. Oh, dude, we're getting old. Way back. Then. Yeah, we're, we're getting <laughs> I mean, old. It was ten years ago. Dang. Whew. But so, that was a fun one. Yeah, definitely. Sounds like it. Um, so going back to that pack the gym you just mentioned. So that game, Ben Bailey got hurt. Would you say that was a turning point in your season? It, it definitely set us back. Uh, we were 3-0 and in league at that point. Uh, we were up 15 at halftime against West Lynn. And right there in the middle of the third quarter, you know, he, he breaks his hand or breaks his wrist. And we sort of – he was the backbone of our defense that yeah. year. Um, he, I mean, he's really good at communicating what everyone's role is on defense and really held us together there. So yeah, it was. I mean, it was a big time turning point. We went on, we lost a few games in a row there, uh, and we really struggled without them. Yeah, it's too bad. So um, I guess moving on now to this season. I mean, word on the street is we're going to be pretty good. Do you think that's true? I mean, I would like to hope. I so. always think we're good. I I think we're great. I think the kids are having fun. The kids are in it. I think our starting five is, you know, starting seven actually is really legit mm-hmm. um they're they're a good core group of kids they know their roles uh and we ha- we're gonna be a tough out again it's, definitely yeah we just got to get our chemistry going and get it going early so first game is what december 1st it's coming yeah, up it's oh, next it's friday next or this, fr- friday. this friday this friday yeah. jamboree wednesday at oc high yeah. school so who do you got who do you guys have on friday sandy. oh sandy home game against sandy all right, I'll, we'll be there. I mean, I hope everyone is because, I mean, it's like first basketball game in over, almost two years now. So, I mean, I would hope it's an electric crowd. It feels like it always is. Oh, always is. Okay. Um, who do you feel like is going to be, like, your top contributors this season? Like, um, who who's who's your starting point guard? Like, what is your backcourt? What do you want from your backcourt this season? Well, we have, you know, Alex Evans is returning. He mm-hmm. was first team all three rivers last year. Uh, so he's going to be a huge contributor for us. Oh yeah. It'll be, it'll be nice to see him. He's going to be the focal point and he's never been that in high school. Mm-hmm. So teams are really going to key on him. He's going to have to distribute the ball really well and make sure that he puts his teammates in position so they can score. And that'll take the pressure off of him a little bit. Uh, I would say you know, Kellen Oaks is a, is a huge contributor from last year. He was one of our defensive guys, oh, and yeah. now he's back. Uh, more defense will be, be put on him, and 
he's going to have to fill the role on offense as well. Yeah, I definitely think Alex is such a crafty player with what he can. He's got great vision and has great ball handling. So I think he's going to put a lot of people in a great position to uh, score the basketball this year. Um, I you have a transfer from North Marion, Peyton Myers. Um, what are what do you expect from him this season? Do you, like kind of to break out a little bit and establish himself as a another top guard in the TRL, or even in the uh, state? I, I definitely think he has the potential of being a top guard in the TRL. He's finding his way on the court with the, with a new team, you know, and that's always difficult for a high schooler is to get that chemistry going with the, your teammates, but. I think the team is really seeing how athletic and how well he is on the basketball court. Uh, he can really fill it up from the three-point line. And, you know, once he gets his shot going, the one-two punch of Alex and uh, Peyton is going to be really tough to stop. Yeah, it's going to be a real hard backcourt to stop, especially uh, when you got the height back there too because Peyton's 6'5", Alex 6'2", 6'3". And when you have that as your backcourt, it's pretty hard to stop that. It's a tough backcourt. It is very tall, lakey, and, you know, teams aren't going to be able to really pressure us because we can see it over them. And it's a lot easier to play the point guard spot and the guard spot when you can actually see over the defense. Yeah, exactly. uh, Unless they bring the big guys, but then they can get around them. Absolutely. All right, I got two questions for you. This first one relates um, closer to home a little bit. Um, so is this year's freshman team the best freshman team in the TRL, yes or yes? <laughs> Definitely yes. <laughs> Good. That's what I like to hear. Okay. Um, my little brother's on it for anybody who doesn't know, so look out for that. Yeah. And then, um, so last year with the COVID year, um, we couldn't really, you guys, we couldn't really have fans. I mean, you had parents for seniors and whoever, but, uh. Well, what's is it different coaching without fans and like is it different was it different for the players? I definitely think it was different for the players. They had to find their way of pumping themselves up for a game. Uh, you know, when you go through a twenty-minute warm-up, you can feel the energy of the gym. You can feel the the crowd, and uh, it was. I think those first couple games, it sort of felt like it was summer ball. Uh, oh, definitely. And it was, you're just out there to play and have fun, and which is fine. And they've done that a million times, so they were okay with it. But I think once we started getting fans in, and you know, a few games we had the band there, and oh, that was 100%. amazing. I think that really brought the energy back. So then it sort of felt a little normal. And it, it, during the game, I didn't notice much. Okay. But you could definitely tell before and after the game. Okay. Um. So obviously you're looking forward to having them back this year, right? Definitely. Oh yes. Yeah, Can't so, wait to see the crowd. Love them. <laughs> so you, uh, it's kind of like football, right? Where the team feeds off of the fans. Definitely. So what we, you're saying is you want the biggest crowd out there. Oh, we definitely need the biggest crowd. It's and you know what? we're gonna put on a show for them, so it's gonna oh, be yeah. fun to watch. And I think our crowd is one of the best in the state. Absolutely, uh, yeah. You don't walk into a gym uh, like Canby's very often. Absolutely. Um, I mean, do you think it kind of sucked for, like, especially, like, the seniors, like uh, Ben and Diego and Riley and how many other you got had last year? Because they didn't they didn't get, like, to have that senior year experience. Um, like with, 
I mean, I'm sure there's just there's always that one random league game that just ends up getting super rowdy and it's always a good time that and like that they missed out on that and pack the gym. I I definitely feel for that crew. Uh, that was a senior class that had a lot of success early. They took their lumps as starting as sophomores in the TRL, which everyone thought was insane. And I was like, these guys are going to grow. These guys are going to be at their peak their senior year, and we're going to be ready to make a nice run in state. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That and I think they all saw. That. I think they knew that it was in them. And they just were waiting and waiting and being patient and they kept working and our junior year started off great and then ben got hurt and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden they're like okay we got our senior year left still and we got into the senior year and then COVID happened and it was uh it was definitely a shame uh i think we did the best we could i think you know guys fought through it and i was happy they actually got to play some high school basketball uh so that was nice mm-hmm. just to finish it off but Definitely, it was it was a lot different without the fans and without that normal experience. Definitely, yeah. Well, thank you for coming on. It was a great interview. Um, make sure to show up, Canby High School, seven o'clock. Yeah, Sandy. Seven o'clock. Canby Friday High School night. versus Sandy. Seven o'clock Friday night. Everybody better be there. Remember, they feed off the fans. Exactly. There you go. Well, thank you. Appreciate it, boys. All yeah, right, it was thank fun. you, Coach Evans. You guys did a great job. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening to Cougar Country Hometown Sports. I'm your host, Maddox. Alongside Jack Joyce. And next week, we will preview all of the recap on boys' basketball and alongside women's. And we will be back at you next Monday. Mm